You're still live on I am on six five seven. My name's Charlotte Toy, and given illustrative with me this evening, and I unfortunately can't say with me in the studio because we are literally miles apart. Uh, I'm just sitting down in the Western Cape, and he is up north in Gauteng. Would you believe it? This part of the evening, we always devote to what's happening on the tech side of things. And uh, if you're an Apple enthusiast like me, you probably woke up very excited a couple of days ago to see that you can update to iOS 15. Now, not a lot has changed, but there's one thing that I love that Apple is included in their new package now. And that is something that they call Focus. So what Focus does is it literally helps you focus you can create your own shortcuts and your own type of things that saying that whenever i am reading my book i do not want notifications from someone outside of my favorites lists and that will obviously help you focus it can also help you focus by switching off games after a certain amount of time that it's been played uh, just to help you focus and i think that is such a cool thing for apple because i realize it's difficult for these companies that create smart devices to keep you off of your smart device because that's actually shooting themselves in the foot. But I do to a, to a certain degree think that, that Apple is managing it quite well. Yeah. Now last week uh, you would probably remember that we discussed the iPhone 12 uh, or the iPhone uh, 13 and me and Given said it should have been the iPhone 12s. And with regards to the reviews that I saw online, I think most people actually agree with me and given it's it's quite a letdown. There's not much that has changed, except for I don't know if you saw this given, but they've got a new stainless steel sort of cover, which will not be. It's not your fingerprints won't stick, so the the fattiness and the acids of your skin tone won't stick on there. So that's something cool, um, but not much else that is cool. Yeah, so. That's the one thing that bothers me a lot, obviously, is you always have these things on your phone, your fingerprints, your dirty fingers. Yeah. So, I, and I thought that was quite cool. Then, um, last thing that I want to share this evening is a ex lovely experience that I had, and I wanted to talk about it in the past, but I never dealt with this company uh, personally, so I thought, let me do this real quick. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, the iStore pre-owned.co.za. So what happens is you can buy pre-owned or what they call CPO, certified pre-owned devices, through Apple yourself. Okay, so when you buy this pre-owned device, you sort of still have a limited warranty, not the same as you would have with the new game, with the new device, but they will ship it as if it's a new device. So when you buy your iMac or whatever, they will put it in a box like it's brand new. They will include a charger that is brand new, and you still have a limited warranty, and they ship it countrywide at no extra cost so you buy this thing and it's literally a certified pre-owned device so you're still buying from apple mm. if you're like me i want to buy from somebody that's reputable right i want to buy from i don't want to get fricky at the mall and give him the thousand bucks for a macbook you know that just seems dodge to me yeah <laughs> so yeah. i would much rather buy from somewhere that i can take it back and say listen this is not operating the way it should have been um and and i did that with i, I still pre-owned well actually we as a church we needed a new macbook for streaming and lyrics and everything and we bought it and i was pleasantly surprised with the amount of time it took uh we ordered it on friday and i think it arrived on tuesday if you remember that I'm down in the Western Cape, they're up in Gauteng, that, that's quite fast. Yeah. Right, They that was quite reputable. So I, I would recommend that if you want to get into the Apple thing but don't want to spend the big bucks on a brand new device, see if you can get yourself a certified pre-owned device. They only buy 
devices that is still in good quality. So you won't get this terrible hand-me-down thing. It might have surface scratches, but it's still working fine. Mm. So I would really, really recommend that. And I think it has the shawl stamp of approval on iStore. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. All right. Awesome. And that, those are some really useful uh, tech tips. Hey? Um, I love the fact that the stuff you spoke about, um, it's stuff that the average person can actually go and make use of because I know that I, for one, am a person who struggles to buy things on Facebook market. Um, I know, like, for example, Danny Vambili, um, who's basically mm. a part of the I Am family. Um, he loves getting deals on uh, Facebook market and all these places. Um, and he's quite savvy about it That guy it is a well. walking bargain finder, yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> is. He, I mean, I, we could literally do a segment on how where to get bargains and Danny would just, yeah, no. <laughs> he would let it rain. He would let it rain. Um, so I, I absolutely relate to the fact of, you know, to the thing of wanting to go to a reputable brand um, in order for you. I mean, even with used... Especially, in fact, I think with especially used stuff, uh, because at the very least, mm. they will give you about, uh, I remember I bought a washing machine from uh, Cash Crusaders, and they at the very least gave me six months, you know, so for those six months, I knew that if anything happens, I at least have a warranty. Um, so I think yes. buying from a reputable Apple store, you also have that peace of mind that we spoke of earlier. Now, moving on uh, down our list of tech stuff. So one of the most exciting things that happened this week is um, iOS 15 came out, uh, which is very exciting for iOS users, especially because it goes so far back. I think it's down to the iPhone. Which one, Charles, is it? Is it the iPhone 6 that's still able to get Six. the... S. 6S. I think it's the 6S. Yes, okay. That's able to okay. Get it, yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, so we're just going to list a few things that are very exciting that um, iOS or iPhone users can anticipate. The first one being Android and web-based FaceTime. <laughs> I'm excited by this mm. because this is probably the first time Apple ever makes an actual effort to accommodate um, um, Android users onto anything that is theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is yes. actually quite exciting. So FaceTime has come to Android. This is not a joke. This is an actual thing. Um, so if you have an, 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 an iOS phone uh, or an iPhone and you have FaceTime on it and you'd like to FaceTime with your mom who has an Android or with a friend, you simply just send them a link. They click on it and then FaceTime will open on the browser. Unfortunately, Apple has not given us an Android application yet, an app uh, in the Google play store but hopefully in time maybe we can just you know um do an all-night prayer <laughs> and we <laughs> might possibly get it um and then another one is they've changed the notification summary because it's something that a lot of people i'm not that uh, um, um, finicky about this one but some people it it does make uh, their lives better. So one of the things that Android has been doing very well is that with our notification bar, it's very well organized. So you can see your inboxes uh, all merged together. You can see your bank notifications. You know, everything is arranged in a good way. So Apple hasn't been doing that in a, for a very long time, but they finally started working towards it. Um, so now the notification summary is makes a lot better 
bit more sense um, and looks a lot more neater. Um, and obviously, you can uh, uh, have the the widgets uh, also functioning much smoother um, and also make a lot more sense. And I think you cannot have a new iOS um, um, coming into the market. And I don't know if if you'd agree with Michelle without a Siri update. Right, Charles? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. you definitely have to do a Siri update. Honestly, honestly. So I love the fact that now Siri has on-device on and offline uh, functionality. So you can actually um, ask Siri questions and ask Siri to do things on your phone or on your device without you having any internet connection. And that is brilliant if you ask me it's a very good way for apple to go especially because they are very firm on the privacy issue uh because if you with yes. when using uh artificial should i say artificial intelligence but um these smart assistants you have to give away some information for them to become more accurate. But if you make everything on board happen on the device and not on some server that belongs to the company, then it, it, it will. And obviously, um, iPhone devices are powerful enough to process this information. So that way, it's still able to secure your information. And if you're stuck somewhere and you still and you have no Internet, you can still interact with Siri. Uh, as well so i really do love that um and then also have live text uh is has been improved so you can literally um so live text is also something we've had on android for a very long time but you can actually take your camera um uh, put it towards a book that has text and you click on the text and it'll highlight the text and you can literally copy and paste that text on let's say a whatsapp message uh so that that i think is very very beautiful because i've needed that in my life i don't know if you've ever found yourself mm. in that situation Charles. um and then uh very very briefly uh, i'm gonna touch on an other some other few interesting highlights in the tech world it's actually just two the first one being on the 22nd of september microsoft had their microsoft surface event uh, for 2021 and they announced the surface laptop studio the surface pro 8 uh, as well as which which is this one is probably everyone is going to be talking about the surface duo 2 i was not expecting the surface duo 2 to have a successor do you still remember the first one Charles? the phone that the mm -hmm. flip foldable phone that windows came up with uh like last year it had two screens and yeah. white yes 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 so yes, right yes, yeah I remember so it. so the surface duo 2 it, the fact that you don't remember it just shows how much of a failure it was <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so the surface <laughs> duo 2 is basically the successor to the surface the original surface duo um also do keep in mind that the surface duo is actually not meant for the average phone user it's specifically built for business people um it's built for business professionals who want to use the phone for office work taking notes etc etc it's specially built for them so if you go and look at it you probably won't be impressed however the surface laptop studio as well as the surface pro 8 are stunning devices they look incredible. Um, one is a laptop and obviously the other one is more of a tablet uh, that also functions as a laptop and it, it has a pen. So it's the, you could call it a competitor to the, um, the iPad, 
the iPad Pro. Um, and then lastly, Google is rumored to be mm. releasing their fir- very first foldable device this year, uh, which is, I think it's going to be their s- September or October event um, to rival the Samsung Galaxy foldables, which might be called the Google Pixel Fold. What are your feelings on that, Charles? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not big one for this. <laughs> I don't like this foldable things. Eh? I I mm. I just never liked it. Uh, I never liked the phone that was able to fold from the Nokia days. Yeah. Um, movable parts break. That's just that's my thing. Movable parts break. That's why you have so many mechanics in every little small town because <laughs> <laughs> cars are movable and they break. Exactly. So, <laughs> I feel the exact same with with smart devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That that's a very very important point, and I love the point. Look for me. What I what excites me with foldable devices is having more screen real estate. Um, so I love the idea of having a, fo- a phone that can unfold into a tablet um, and just have me do more on it uh, because I love phone devices. I think if I could not walk around with a laptop, I probably would. I'd only keep it at home uh, for, for serious heavy work stuff because uh, there's a lot that I do on my phone. Like I, I, I read my phone and I just have a very intimate relationship. Um, mm. However, the point that, that- you're... Yeah, Shaw? No, that's why I want the iPad Pro, because that's the one with the biggest screen and the strong processor. It's got the same processor as the MacBook Pro. So oh, I figured I if I get that thing, I don't need a MacBook. Exactly. No, I completely get you. Yeah, so I'm excited, actually. I want to see where this competition is going to go to. And I think I'm, I am actually excited. I have to admit, I'm excited to see what Google's foldable design looks like. I'm very interested. And also considering the fact that Google it has partnered with um, other companies to manufacture their own chip called the Tensor chip. Uh, that's going to be on. It's rumored to be in the Pixel 6 and the 6 Pro. So I'm guessing this foldable will probably have that chip as well um, if they do announce it this year. But I have I don't know. I'm, I doubt that they're going to be announcing it, though. But it is exciting stuff. Mm. Uh, but that is the all the time we have for our tech uh, impact today. Uh, remember that this is the segment where we discuss pieces of technology or developments within the world of technology that could impact you, your loved ones, or the way that you interact with people at work. Um, and we love the, the having the conversation of how technology changes and impact the way that we build our relationships and connect with one another. With that said, we're going to take our breather right here and be back shortly right after this.